With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Everybody and welcome to another episode of If You Don't Like That. Today, I'm going to talk about the National Football League. Three weeks in the books after the doubleheader last night. And already, there are fireworks in some of the cities like Denver with Sean Payton, like uh, the Jets with Zach Wilson and Robert Sala. And you can go and look at what's going on in Chicago with Justin Fields and the Bears. And uh, that is life in the National Football League. But it does appear that if you are an athlete, on the big, big stage under the bright lights of New York. Oh, boy. Wait until you hear what legendary quarterback Joe Namath had to say about Zach Wilson and the Jets organization. That plus Sean Salisbury. But first, I want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. That's newworksplumbing.com. They've got a fix for you. Listen, being quarterback of a National Football League team, we know, cannot be that easy. I mean, not everyone can be Tom Brady or Joe Montana. Not everyone can have the success of a Brock Purdy coming out of the gate. You do have a lot of young quarterbacks that enter the league, and they think that they've got it all figured out. And then within a very quick period of time, they're not even with the team that drafted them, i.e. Trey Lance, Sam Darnold. Baker Mayfield, we can go on and on. You wonder if Zach Wilson is going to be among those that will be looking for a new team in the short term. He has not played well since being drafted two overall. Think about that. Drafted second overall in the 2021 draft. To say the least, he has been a bust, but he still has his coach, Robert Sala, sticking up for him. So bring in Joe Namath. 80 years old. I mean, the last time the Jets were good, Joe Namath was their quarterback. He won a Super Bowl. That great, great upset, beating Johnny Unitas and the Baltimore Colts. Well, Joe was on the Yes Network, the Michael K. Show, yesterday, and he was asked what he thought of Zach Wilson's performance on Sunday against the New England Patriots. You know what? No, I didn't take anything positive out of it yesterday. It was awful. Why? Why? Yeah. Were you watching? <laughs> yes. Is anyone watching? I mean, please, when did you ever see a, a, well, it's Zach, we'll stay on Zach. You sit down? 
You sit down on the play, you go right down? What happens? I thought you're trying to win and make plays. You quit on a play? Mm-hmm. You, what is going on? It, it, it's disgusting. Well, and you brought up the coaching. How can a coach make things better for Zach? How can a coach say the locker rooms together? How many teams have we been on? Are you telling me there aren't some cats on the defensive side saying, whoa, man, what's wrong with you? Yeah, there's not all harmony in the locker room. And if there is, they need to get rid of the people. You got to get people in there that are competitors and want to fight to win. These guys don't have to be in love with each other. And if, they, if they're saying they're in love with each other, they're BSing you. And you got to get rid of them, top to bottom. What would you, if you, if somebody handed you Zach Wilson and said, okay, Joe, make him better, what would you do? Send him to Kansas City to back up against somebody like Mahomes. Maybe he'd learn something. I wouldn't keep him. You know, I've seen enough of Zach Wilson. All right? I've seen enough. Has quick feet, can throw a little bit, but I don't believe what's going on up there. Yeah, that's the thing is that they're saying they believe in him. And they're backing it up, Joe, by not bringing in a a veteran quarterback. Well, what could be Joe Douglas's motivation at this point with the season teetering of not bringing in somebody that has played in this league before outside of Tim Boyle backing up Zach? He picked these people. Douglas picked these people. So he's going to double down? What's he going to do? I can get rid of everybody. What do you got to start over? Now, Mr. Johnson, hey, these guys aren't picking the right players. They're not doing a good job of coaching. It's evident. I mean, you, you got to look and see if you have an eye about football at all. You see things are haywire. It's too crazy. They need to fix it, and that's getting rid of a lot of people and bringing new ones in. All right, so Joe, let's let's look at it this way. Obviously, they planned the whole offseason to have Aaron Rodgers, and Robert Sala was just on with the show and said, um, you know, that they they catered an offense around Aaron Rodgers. Now they've got to find one for Zach Wilson. Do you buy that? And is that a tough thing to transition into a different offense for Zach Wilson? How many months ago was that to learn the offense? How many months ago was that? Come on. Now, Aaron, he got hurt. Okay, well, what do you think you have backups there for? They're ready to go. They're supposed to be ready to go. We're looking at an offense that just doesn't play well. Uh, you, you've got an offensive coordinator that doesn't seem to be calling the right plays. I, I, I just think it, for a fan, for this fan, they need to make major changes from top to bottom. Change. Does that include the head coach? Yes. You think he's part of the problem with Zach? When he's telling me that locker room's together, when he's telling me these guys love one another, yeah, well, thanks a lot. You can go back to whatever place you learn that stuff, but uh, they're losing. Guys don't like to lose. They don't, they're, they're not holding hands when they're losing. How about that? Joe Namath. <laughs> I mean, that is on with... Michael Kay and Don LaGreca on the uh, Yes Network yesterday, ripping apart Zach Wilson 
and the New York Jets organization. And you know, the same thing is going on in Chicago as it pertains to Justin Fields. And by the way, Wilson and Fields were in the same draft. Zach taken second, Trey Lance third, and Justin Fields 11. I talked about a lot of these things with Sean Soundsbury, including not only the uh, just awful quarterback play that we've seen with these teams, but some of the baffling coaching decisions. And Sean started off when I asked him about what on earth, what on earth was Josh McDaniels doing going for it not going for it on fourth and four from inside the 10-yard line with two minutes and 22 seconds left, down eight points. Baffling, to say the least. Here's Sean. Oh, Grant. I, I, those are decisions, and I hate to say this, I don't wish this on anybody. They get coaches fired this early in the season. They really are. Yeah. And I believe his response was, well, we needed multiple possessions, correct? Yeah. We needed more, basically, as I paraphrase yeah. it, Listen, no, you didn't. You needed one possession, a two-point conversion. That, that's that's what you needed. Yep. That, that, that's what you needed. It's like you hand-delivered a loss to your football team by not giving them a shot and hoping a defense that hasn't exactly been over the last handful of years the best defense in the league to what, try and get a stop? Yep. Try to recover? I just – the coach's job is to put his team in the best position to win, and Josh has not done that enough as a head coach. That's just the facts. Terrible. I mean, yeah. Here's the other deal. I mean <laughs> – you know, you still need a touchdown even after kicking the field goal. I right. Mean, you, you know, you got the ball at the seven-yard line. What the hell are you doing? It's just – And another t- another field goal still keeps you away from the victory. It just I – mean, I know. I know. And you always take – if I'm a coach, I always say, okay, what's the better opportunity to get the touchdown? Now or hope? Give me – I have the ball now, so let me go try to score. Now, if it was fourth and 37 – at the, I mean, it's, it's, a, I, I get it. You hope it, then an onside kick, whatever it is, no. but you cannot, you cannot do no. what they do. And, and you just, you didn't give your team the best chance to win. And it feels like that's elementary school football. I, I don't know going in what would get into your head. Sometimes you don't look at the analytics card or the metrics. Dude, get a feel. Have a, know the room. Shit, you're a head football coach for the second time. You got to be better. Well, listen, you talk about elementary. I mean, we talk about Brandon Staley all the time. He has not changed the way he coaches, but I mean, give me a break. You got the ball in your own 24-yard line with under two minutes left, and Minnesota only has a timeout, and you're going for it on fourth and one. I mean, you know it, and I know it. If Minnesota scores there, Brandon Staley doesn't have a job right now, and nor should he. he, Grant, when I watch him, I know he's a bright young mind, and we keep saying it, but you know, bright young mind maybe with X's and O's. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, and this is going to sound harsh. His, his game, in-game decisions are horseshit. They they are awful. They are they are novice. Like it's almost as if you're saying, okay, what can I do that doesn't put my team in a good position? Awful. But this isn't once. It's not twice. This is a trend. And now I want mm-hmm. you to take, for instance, a guy who constantly does something uh, that, that's in his control. Jumps off sides. Uh, late penalties on a football team. Um, Hits guys in practice late, and a coach says, "Listen, we can't keep doing this to win." What do you eventually do, Grant? You get you cut him, you move, you move on from him. Of course, no matter even if he's at boy, but what a football savant! He's a great X's and O's guy, but it doesn't X. He's still put it this way: Is he hurting your team more than he's helping you? I'm trying to figure out now. If you just throw him in as a coordinator, like he was, he's probably a hell of a coach. 
But when it comes in, there is a difference, Grant, you know this, from position coach to coordinator on both sides is a different because you're calling the rhythm. Yep. And, and you can be good at one and not good at the other. And it's the same from a coordinator to a head coach. I've seen plenty of guys and call the hell out of a play. And they couldn't coach shit out of a wet paper bag. <laughs> and they get the job because they were good at calling plays, yet they get there and they don't understand leadership. They don't know the room. They don't know how to get buy-in. It's because they're X's and O's. Well, then why don't I send you back to where you were good at, X's and O's, and let's put somebody who understands CEO-ship in here and how to make decisions and don't screw your team up. I, I cannot fathom some of the decisions these head coaches make. Well, it's, in, you know, it's, it's part of the game. You're in the emotion. Well, a coach can't be. A coach has got to be smart on his preparation going to this. You're, we held you to a higher stand. You, you get time to look over that little card and all the stuff you do while you're driving down. You should have in pregame gone over these and said, okay, if this hits, here's what we're doing. If this hits, here's what we're doing. And then you know you let it – you grip it and rip it. You can't be indecisive. In the, in the, no. And if you're going to be indecisive, it sure as hell can't be to favor the other team, not your own. I, I don't understand. And we'll label these guys geniuses and, boy, phenomenal. No, no, he's actually not. He's a good X's and O's guy, but doesn't know how to run a team. Can't run his own damn nose. Fix it. Sean, I will tell you a guy that really looks bad right now, and, and I like him, and that's Sean Payton. You know, he called Nathaniel Hackett, said that was one of the worst coaching jobs in NFL history last year and ripped to shreds his staff. And he just had arguably the most embarrassing performance that we've seen maybe in your and I lifetime. I don't I don't ever recall seeing a, 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 beat, a beat down quite like that. This is humble pie. Call it karma. Call whatever you want. But the bigger story here: the Broncos are a mess. They look horrible. They're they're amateur hour all all day long everywhere. They have some good players, but they don't do anything good. They they don't. And you know, and I, I listen. I've known Sean a long time, and I love him. But he's not he's not above criticism on this one. If you're going to call somebody out, you better be able to step up and bring it. His yep. quarterback threw for 300 yards, but he does not win anymore. He does not nope. elevate the team. Russell Wilson is just nope. a guy. Anytime you're – you know what, it, Grant, it reminded me of, I swear to you, is you know how on practice the, the offensive team, the, the number ones, we draw – they draw up on this card during the week, the, the, the graduate assistant, if it's in college or somebody who's in, in, in the, on the defensive side or a new assistant coach, they draw up all the defenses you're going to see, but they draw them against plays as you script your practices – for it to be successful against it so your offense feels good about the play the play mm -hmm. sheet, right? Hey, you have confidence. It, it, yes. You know what it looked like? It looked like Miami's number one offense, and they were holding up cards saying, hey, it's going to be cover two. This is where you throw the two-beater. And that's how their defense looked like. It was just it was like scripted in practice for you to be successful on every play. 700 yards offense. This is like Big 12 right. quadruple overtime Mahomes versus Mayfield. What kind of yeah. shit is this? This is a right. pro football team running out there, and Sean does not look good for it. And I guess it just wasn't Nathaniel Hackett who had a rough go of it, right? You think? You, man, alive. What a right. guy. And you know what's crazy? You mentioned the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chargers. They all have one thing in common. They're in the same friggin' division. Yeah. What's going, is it the, what is going on with the AFC West water on teams that were supposed to be good? I, I just – it's him. You won't. You're like, I'll tell you one thing. I can promise you, you're not going to see the rest of this year. Somebody scores 70 on your ass in pro well, football. Nobody else is scoring yes. 70 points in the regular season this year. My, the, right now, the Denver Broncos are nothing short of an embarrassment to what's gone on on that football team. 
And so are the Chicago Bears. They're an embarrassment. And yeah. I got to tell you, Sean, you and I have talked about this. And I hate to bury a kid that's in his third year. I really do. Because I'm a firm believer that you have to give someone, uh, particularly at the quarterback position, more than two years. And now it's been two years and three games. But Justin Fields looks lost out there. Yeah. And I think it's a combination of a lot of things. They don't have great separation with perimeter weapons. They don't run it effectively unless he's on the run. They're, whether it's Getze or, or you know, they're Matt Eberflus, whatever they're doing game plan wise, it's not working. If you're doing it to protect, uh, to protect fields, then you need to let the governor off and just go play football. Like yep. you are. Matter of fact, get to the point where you're drawing it up in the grass. If that's what you, if you're going to be that pathetic game planning it. And then the execution by fields, while he's an enormous talent, they, right, right now the, the talent's not shining through. And if they had to do it over again, so I'm just telling you, if they had to do it over again, they would have that, that, trading situation they might have thought thought different of it and i like fields i do but we're not seeing anything near to the the ability we need to see and they'll be they, this keeps up they're going to be faced with the same decision with a high pick like that and this time they're not going to pass on it because you know who that body's going to be if that's the case and then you got you know zach wilson uh with the jets Have, were you ever booed at your home stadium in either usc or the vikings yes and, and so i mean there's nothing worse right when you get booed on your home field i mean but he deserves to get booed and of course he's been booed ever since he put on a jets uniform for all intents and purposes they booed him off the field last year and they got booed off the field yesterday against the patriots if you go to a burger joint or a pizza joint and the pizza tastes shitty four straight times and the service is bad eventually you're never going back and you're gonna like you're gonna write a bad review I mm. listen. I've met Zach Wilson, nice kid. We're talking about performance on the field. Yeah, Zach Wilson's performance says. I mean, the, the, he is holding this offense up. I mean, yanking balls into the ground. If you want to go play seven on seven and throw it in the spots that are, are that you know he can rip a whole shot once in a while, great. But he just doesn't know how to make just every normal play. I mean, it is. It is. I mean, we're sitting here mentioning all this. I, I'm fascinated by. We get C.J. Stratt here getting his brains beat in the first two games. Comes in, he still has not thrown an interception. He's pushing the ball down the field, yep. or letting it rip, and yep. he he's he's given them so much hope already. And Zach Wilson with all this potential, Grant, it's been a while since I've seen somebody so average on so many simple throws. I'm just talking about stuff that's open that he. I don't. It's like everything's a hundred mile an hour fastball, and hey. he just can't grasp how to get the ball in an easy, simple way to his receivers. And you know what? There's times I deserve to be booed at home, and there's nothing worse than your home crowd. It's your family basically booing yeah. you is what it is. And there's nothing better than getting booed on the road because that's a sign of respect. Yep. The sign at home is, dude, every single game, the reason that we're having struggle moving it is because our quarterback can't. I'll tell you what, Wilsons are going to ruin Hackett's career. I'm, I'm just telling you. From Russ Wilson to Zach Wilson, oh, Hackett's boy. had both. Oh, I don't know if it's direct, but, but neither. Oh, I mean, this one wasn't playing oh, well before Hackett got there. And the one that had him, just, uh, Hackett, he was playing bad enough hey. to run Hackett out. And some of it was Hackett's fault, too. But damn, mm -hmm. I, I, I can pick, I can take Marino to play better right now than Zach Wilson at his age, throwing from the gun. He will not miss as many throws as Zach has. I did a rant this morning going back to look at the 2021 draft Wilson, two, Trey Lance, three, Justin Fields, 11. Niners gave away a ton. Bears gave away a lot. Of, uh, gave a lot to the Giants to move up to get Fields. Think about that. Top eleven picks, and we're talking about three quarterbacks that look like they can't play. And and a guy who was drafted uh, last year 
or, or the, a, a year ago last April. Purdy. Was the last we well, yeah the seventh the, the last player picked yep. in the seventh round is better than all three of them, and damn near combined Together. the way he's performing. Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable! It's incredible to me. It's a hard uh, watch, man. It it re- you and I talked about this last week. There's a lot of bad football being played right now in the NFL, Sean. It really is. Right. Well, look around. I mean, it's and it's not like I said. This isn't a personal. It's just a fact. Watch them play. I mean, the the offenses. It just and quarterback play. Lawrence has not played very well. Nope. I mean. We Bryce Young had we we Gardner Minshew's coming off the bench and starting for him because of the injury to Richardson and keeping the team alive. I mean, some good ones are playing. Burrow has started off his first two games in a struggle. We've seen Lamar gets beat yesterday, but he still had a good game. Hell, he rushed for yeah, over 100. Yeah, but that sloppy football, it's not just quarterback play. On the offensive side of the ball, I'm seeing sloppy quarterback play everywhere. And then look at the oh, results boy. when they do play well. C.J. Stroud was great. They got a couple special teams. Yep. Big plays. You win a football game. I mean – it's. It, I know it's a quarterback-driven league, but I have. It's been a long time since I've seen offenses where you're like, "What? What am I seeing?" And play callers involved as well. It just uh, there's not a lot of rim, rhythm going on these first couple weeks, but the great ones will find a way through it. Yep. But Zach Wilson's who he is. I'm just telling you. I don't think Russ Wilson's going. His best football is behind him. The Raiders continue to scuffle. We can go. A lot of these things are trends, Grant. That are that have been yep. there now, not just one or two times. That are becoming a, every day. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, thanks. Always great with Sean Salisbury and his comments on the National Football League and college as well. Why don't we get to our CrowdUltra Q&A? Just go to CrowdUltra.com, give me a question, and hopefully I will answer it on a future podcast. Justin wants to know, where do you rank Brock Purdy among all quarterbacks, and how would you rank his accuracy? I don't really get caught up in numbers like a lot of other people do. I, I get caught up on wins and how a quarterback plays with the game on the line. And so right now, out of 32 quarterbacks that are playing in the National Football League, to me, I got Brock Purdy top 10, all right? I don't have him in my elite category, but I have him in the very good category. So, you know, I don't have a list of all the quarterbacks that are in front of me right now, but I have him top 10, probably closer to 10 than one. But clearly, I mean... The guy just goes out and wins and wins and wins and has looked very good in doing so and looks like he's been in the league for multiple years. Does not look like somebody that has less than a full season under his belt. Corey asks, name some NBA players we could see have a breakout season this year. I got one for you right now. All right, he plays for your Sacramento Kings. I really think that your number one draft pick from last year, 
I think Murray's going to have a breakout year. I think he was good last year. I think he's going to be really good this year. So keep your eye on him. Ben wants to know, has Damian Lillard's trade request made him less likable to you? It's a great question. I have lost some respect for him, Ben. Yeah, I have. The way the whole thing's gone down, I have lost some respect for him. It's a very good question. Matt wants to know if I agree with Jamar Chase that the Bengals need to take more chances downfield. Uh, You know, I had a big win last night. Listen, I'm not in the Bengals locker room, and uh, they're obviously dealing with a quarterback that's been hurt, and I don't know if that affects him throwing the ball deep. But, yeah, if I have Jamar Chase, I'm trying to get the ball down the field. Charlie wants to know, should the Jets consider tanking? Charlie, you can't tank. Players don't tank. Players that are on the field go out and play to win. I mean, all you have to do is look last year and what happened with the uh, Houston Texans and Levy Smith. So I'm not a believer that teams can tank and it can be successful. Kevin wants to know, was the Cardinals win a fluke or are they better than people expected? I think they're better than people expected. They were competitive in week one against Washington. They blew the game against the Giants. And they beat the Dallas Cowboys. So they're better than we thought. I give them a lot of credit for that. Lucas wants to know, was Minka Fitzpatrick's hit on Nick Chubb dirty? No. I don't even know why people would say that. No. Jay asked me if I know if there are other former NBA players charging lots of money for private training sessions like Hakeem Olajuwon. Jay, I'm not aware of that. So I really, I don't know. Casey wants to know, should Deshaun Watson be suspended for the Steelers game? No. I didn't think so. Chase wants to know, what's your opinion of Deion Sanders as a coach? I think he's doing a hell of a job. He's a tremendous motivator. I mean, that's the one thing. He's extremely honest with his players. I mean, he's right to the point. I have a lot of respect for what he's doing at Colorado. I just think that he went a little overboard with his first press conference after the win against TCU, calling out members of the media such as Ed Werder. I didn't like that. Okay, and the media has way overhyped Colorado, has gone way overboard. I've been saying this now for a couple of weeks. They're not that good. They're not that good. Yeah, his son is a hell of a quarterback and is a Heisman Trophy candidate. I mean, he's the real freaking deal. But as a team, they're not that good. You know, I mean, people are going gaga over beating TCU, Nebraska, and going to overtime to beat Colorado State. Let's calm down a little bit, please. Kyle wants to know, are the Blazers going to get rid of Damian Lillard before the season starts? It appears that way, Kyle, and now we hear that the Toronto Raptors are perhaps the front runners to land him. But I would think, yes, by the time the season starts, uh, he will be elsewhere. Love the questions. Keep them coming. This one from Ryan. Uh, is Nakua being overhyped like Jeremy Lin? When Jeremy Lin was in New York playing for the Knicks, he wasn't overhyped. <laughs> he was the real freaking deal. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, I went and did a game with the Kings and the Knicks when Jeremy Lin was uh, part of Lin's sanity. And uh, trust me, he was not being overhyped then. He was the real freaking deal uh, with the Knicks. And then, like everything else, they screwed it up. Too early to tell, Ryan. Too early to tell, but he looks pretty darn good. That is for sure. Again, just go to crowdultra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Grant, 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 Grant. And today's rant is brought to you by Bennett's Westside Grill. Their newest restaurant is now open at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Check it out. You'll love it. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. You can check out their full menu and everything else. Don't forget about their weekend prime rib, a rib their weekend brunch. They have 60 different types of wine available by the class. 
That's Bennett's Westside Grill. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com for all of your information. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were feeling good going into the game last night. They were up two games to none in this brutal 17-game schedule. But then they played a good team in the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Eagles dominated the game. The score was not indicative of how widespread this game was. The Eagles dominated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, don't go overboard early in the schedule with teams that win or lose. It takes a good four to five weeks before you know who's worthy and who's not. The Bucs took advantage of a very weak schedule. They beat a Minnesota team that is yet to win, and they beat a Chicago team. Okay? Think about that. Two teams that they played have not won a game. Tampa. Baker, you know what? I'm happy for him. It's been a long road for him to get to this point. But the Bucs are not that good, and they showed it last night. So for any of you that are on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers bandwagon, mm, the weather's nice. Rain last night, but it was hot. Don't stay on the bandwagon too long. It's going to be a long, long season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were outclassed, outmatched last night against the Philadelphia Eagles. Hey, folks, that's my rant for today. That's my podcast. Have yourself a fabulous day. Thank you so much for joining me right here on If You Don't Like That. And don't forget, coming up tonight, that's right, Tuesday, the 26th of September, 7 o'clock Pacific. I will be on Twitter Spaces with Rhino. It is our Sacramento Kings preseason preview. Hope you can join us for that. So long, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.